Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Hello, darlings, and welcome to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, and I am Monica Lee. Like, y'all didn't know. I mean, y'all have been with me forever now. So, it's the girls' night, and we are going to be talking about some really great and fabulous things tonight. You know, stuff that girls go through all the time, especially as single girls, because, you know, it's not easy being the single girl nowadays. But... I have two really special guests tonight, and I'm so glad that they're with me. So we're going to be talking some real talk about Friends with Benefits and celebrating March the 14th. And if you don't know what March the 14th is, well, you need to Google it because that is National Steak and Blowjob Day. So let me introduce my guests and let them say hello. I have Melissa. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fabulous. Thank you for being on the front porch. And I have Jennifer. Hello. Hi. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you for having me. Good. Well, I'm glad y'all are here. You know what, girls? We already have a call. Shall we go ahead and take this real quick? Absolutely. We might as well well jump in, huh? Let's see what we got. This is always fun. I would say two feet. (laughs) (laughs) Erico 202, you're on the front porch with Monica Lee. Hello, this is my first time listening to your show, so I'm just tuning in. I don't even know what the topic is yet. I just wanted to, you know, hear what you guys were saying on this show this evening. Oh, all right. Well, um, this is my first time with you guys. Well, thank you. 202, I think that's up east, isn't it? Yeah, Washington, D.C. Okay, okay. Well, this is Front Porch Sex Talk, and um, the show is about, this tonight just happens to be the girls' night, but I talk about sex and relationships and intimacy and love and tantra and dating and everything that has to do with all of that. I'm a relationship and intimacy coach. I am a sex educator. I am a writer and a certified tantra practitioner. So um, we're going to be talking some, we're going to be talking about friends with benefits and all kinds of stuff tonight. So um, I can, uh, we can, we can drop you from, from here so you can listen in if you want. Oh, um, I mean, I can go on mute. If I, I mean, if, if okay. guys can participate, yeah, no, I'll just mute I'll, my I'll own phone. You, yeah, we'll put you on mute so we can, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll mute you from here and you can enjoy the show. And feel free okay, to uh, ask questions at any point or jump in and say, what? <laughs> okay, I'm always push curious one about guys. Jump in? What's that? You can mute yourself. Do I have I'm to push leave. the one button? Okay. No, you can just yeah, mute, I'll mute your... myself. 
yeah, you can just mute yourself, darling, and you can jump in and say, um, excuse me, because so, it's always nice to have a male perspective when we're talking about you guys. <laughs> well, and that's my question. I'm always, I'm always interested in, in guys. You know, I know a lot of guys. I hear, uh, I hear a lot of guys are always, you know, that's what they want. They're looking for friends with benefits. And at some point, being a girl, I know, and an older woman, I'm 44. I know that typically feeling somebody's going to catch feelings at some point. Exactly. Unless it's understood. And I've I've had in the past, I've had a friend with benefits. I knew him in high school. We did not, you know, we didn't do any of that in high school. But, you know, later on in life, we were friends with benefits. There was absolutely nothing, no feelings. Three years later, there was no feelings. There was no nothing. But, you know, what are the guys, what are guys' thoughts on that? Because I know as a girl, I can physically and mentally do a friend with benefits, but at this point in my life, that's not what I'm looking for. I know. But, it's like that I mean, thing on Facebook that goes around that says, come on, we're in our 30s, we're in our 40s. Are we doing this shit or not? Because I got stuff to do, you know? Exactly. I, I'm 43, working on 44 myself. And, yes, there are some guys who can – do the but here's what I'm finding guys I am finding that now women like you said are able to take themselves out of that emotional part and do the friend with benefits and guys are getting caught in the field now they're like well well well, baby what do we have now what are we well you know you can put your take your shoes off at the door leave your shoes and your feelings at the door and we can do this and, and guys don't want to hear that anymore. It's like the tables have turned and they're getting more um, sensitive about the situation now. So I think to we need extent, to leave. Yes. I was just going to say, we need to leave 202 on the line so he can he can be with us. Right? If you're cool with that, you want to stay with us? Yeah, I'll stay on. I'll stay on. All right. But What's I was going to say, my name is Eric. Nice to meet you, Eric. I'm Monica Lee. We have Jennifer. We have Melissa. Oh, nice to meet you guys. And um, I was going to say what you said to an extent. I agree with you because if y'all remember the movie Boomerang with Eddie Murphy, it kind of portrayed that back in the early 90s. How, But, I mean, me personally, I'm like a light switch. I can turn it on. I can turn it off. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, it it doesn't matter as long as we're. See, but are a lot of guys like that. Front. That's my question. Or can a lot of guys yeah. turn that on and off? Well, I mean, there's some uh, that can and some that can't, and those that can, it's like they'll use it to their advantage. Right. When yes. they want, to. they know just enough to say just enough to keep stringing you along, but not quite enough to. Hmm. What about you, wow. Melissa? I don't, I don't know because I've had a friends with benefits for about four years now, and we tried dating in the when we first started, and just didn't work for us. But our sexual chemistry was so good that we just continued that part. And can you separate no yourself from that? You, you, I so can, you're able and to, I, yeah. And how did you yeah, meet? So, and, Were you friends first, or did you try to date romantically, and you knew it just didn't work, and then you stayed the friends with benefits? We tried to date romantically, and we were together for about three months. And then okay. he broke things off on the dating aspect. 
And I was actually the one who confronted him and said, look, let's just remain sexual friends and friends outside as in let's go hang out, but nothing dating-wise. Right. So with that being said, are you open to a relationship if someone else comes along? I mean, are y'all open like that so nobody's feelings get hurt? So we are both dating, um, and if we ever do date exclusively or find somebody that we want to pursue more, then we kind of break things off. Okay, okay. Yeah, some people have have a hard time with that. And, again, that's when people get caught with emotions, and they're like, oh, I guess I really did have feelings Yeah. now that I see you with somebody else, you know? It's always hungry like that. My thing is, you have to be upfront about it. If, if you tell me, hey, look, we're just going to have fun sexually, we're just going to play in the bedroom, then my feelings romantically can be cut off completely. Exactly. And that's what I tell guys. If you're just honest and tell us, hey, and excuse my blatant bluntness, if you guys just tell us, hey, we just want to fuck, we're down to fuck, that's it, then, okay, right. you, might, you might be surprised at what her response yep. would be. You You'd will, be surprised. <laughs> your honesty a lot more. And we can turn that switch off. We're not going to think, oh, we're trying to pull out our best moves in the bedroom to try to say, oh, look, baby, this is what I can do. Because we kind of have that mentality of, well, okay, then I'm not going to give that emotional part. But for me, because I teach Tantra, I want that mind-blowing sex with my Tantric warrior partner. And yet, he don't, yeah. He, he, he says he's not there, but yeah. <laughs> what, what, you just, what are you saying right now, Miss Monica? Um, that's kind of how... I was about to say the same thing, too. The times when I have had friends with benefits, the only problem with me is that my appetite is a little too strong, then I get selfish because sometimes I want it when I want it, and if that person is not there, that means I'm going to move to someone else. Or I'm a, and I don't want to live like that. I mean, I'm, I'm 43 now, too, working on 44. I don't want to live like that. But when I do have friends with benefits, if if she can't make it over a particular night, Okay, we're just friends with benefits, but I want it when I want it, and that makes me a selfish person, and I can't be that way anymore. Exactly. And see, for me, again, I need that mind-body-soul connection because you can have random sex with a random stranger or a friend with benefits, and I need that emotional because I need to know that that emotional is going to make it that much more intense for me because then you take that, especially if, we're right in the middle of it and those words I love you come out I'm I'm, that's like taking that orgasm times a billion for me so I wow I can take I can I can do that friend with benefits but I prefer to have that deeper connection that tantric sex that sex magic to where we are breathing for each other and that orgasmic energy is flowing and it's a simultaneous orgasm for us both that, cause I've had that before. And it's like, 
you know, once you eat steak, you don't want to have just 70, 30 hamburger meat, you know? I want that ribeye. (laughs) See, I'm the same way when it comes to sex. I need to look into your eyes. And if you can't look into my eyes, because I'm a quote-unquote eye fucker, and I've had somebody tell me that he has never been eye fucked like I, I fucked him. And oh I God, just I'm am. I have to. That <laughs> I am, and I'm an eye fucker. I have to look into your eyes and see it. And if you can't look into my eyes, then I know there's no connection, and there, I just need to cut it off. But I can and I should are two totally different things. Yeah. So in, in, from my perspective, I had that before too. It's just kind of. It's not that it wasn't a connection. It's just that. Like when she did it to me, I'm like, this is the stuff I see in pornos. This is kind of a little bit freaky to me. <laughs> you know, like if, if she's <laughs> if she down there and you know she's down there working working the, the the oral game or whatever, and she's staring me directly in the eye, that's like challenging to me. <laughs> that's actually yeah. scary. But well, I did but like it. I never know. And that's what I'm, I'm talking more about intercourse. I mean, like yes. intercourse, having somebody look you in the face. Yes, I mean, that, that and especially when they when you are down. Because and I was talking about that last night on my other show, is when you are down on him, you lock eyes with him because it becomes that again that flow of orgasmic energy, and you can have, I mean. Without any penetration, without him touching, because, I mean, obviously, if you're down there, you know, he's not doing anything, but just laying there, then it does become that soul fuck. It does become that eye yep. fuck. It does become that mental fuck, because you are now in control of his pleasure, and when you're looking at him and he's looking at you, it becomes that much more intense, and it's like, oh, my God, I'm in control of all yep. of this, and and he's, you know... Not so much at your mercy, but you're in control of that, and it's his flow of energy. So I, I need that connection, and that's what I teach when I'm teaching t- my Tantra um, classes hmm. is that connection. But, again, it's like, okay, with the way the world is and nobody, everybody's afraid to get caught up in emotions and commitment and oh my god he texted me how wait how long do I wait or do I text him first right. it's a game that nobody really knows how to play but everybody thinks they're the master of it you know so we want to play right do we sit here and wait and not I mean because we're adults we know what we want what we need what we crave what we want and ecstasy is our birthright Everybody deserves to have the sex life they want. So do we go with the friend with benefits or do we wait? And a lot of women have issues with that. And I'm like, and it's because society tells women you cannot stand in your sexual power because you are the slut. You are the whore. You're not supposed to want friends with benefits because you're supposed to be the good girl. And have that relationship you know you're supposed to be the relationship girl and then you, but you find guys who don't want a relationship and so you're left to be that friend with benefits girl so, so what's your opinion on if I think a guy will will not admit to wanting a friend with benefits because 
they have to bring their A game. If you're if you present it as okay, I want to have a relationship, and you're really bad in bed, then they feel that you'll stick around for a little bit longer to see if it gets better. Okay, okay. was that directed to me? What was the question again? To anybody. Um, so are you, so, so guys don't want to admit to wanting a friend with benefits. Right. Because they don't want to, I guess in my, in my case, if I have a friend with benefits, you better be damn well get in bed because I, if you're not, I'll just quit you. Like, if you're not bringing me any pleasure? No. Yes. I was talking about that last night and I, because, you know, there was a, a, a listener who sent me a message and said, how do I even do this? And I gave certain things. And I said, you know, it's like they say, go big or go home. I mean, not to sound cliche, but if you're going to be a friend with benefits with somebody, they better be making you have, claw the sheets off of the bed, you know, leaving some bite marks and some scratch marks on their back or something. Because why do you want to be with, unless you want to take that journey and grow as lovers together, but yeah, why do you want mediocrity? If you're just down to, I mean, it is what it is. I'm just going to call you because it's Tuesday night and, um, you know, I have a lady boner or something and, or guys he's calling because he's got a, a raging boner and it is just going to be sex and you have no kind of communication or not even friends. It's just a benefit thing. It better be damn right. good. That's my opinion. Exactly. Well, I, I, I mean, guess I think from a man's point friends. of view. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just going to say from a, a man's point of view, or at least I'll put it this way, speaking for myself, I've never been with a woman who was bad in bed. So that's something, I mean, because in, in, uh, guys around my neighborhood, we always say, and excuse my French, but all pussy is good pussy if you know how to work it or make it work for you. <laughs> That's what we say. But women, on the other hand, <laughs> I've heard women say they never had an orgasm. But a man will quickly tell you, ain't no such thing as bad pussy. If it stinks, keep some ass and deal, clean it out, do what you, what you got to do, because all of it's good. Oh, my goodness. I've never heard of bad and bad. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think what they never, mean bad and bad is you're just laying there like a starfish and not doing anything. Right. You know, you're just you're just there, not participating, and you're just not making any noise, not engaging, or make you know you're not moaning, you're not groaning, you're not oh baby yes keep going right there. You're just there. You're just like, I mean, he'd probably get more action from a blow up doll than from her. So I think that's what they mean by bad sex with a girl. Or maybe she well, has too much teeth or something. I don't know. <laughs> maybe she's not creative. <laughs> because I do have women that will come to me that are like, I, I don't know what to do. I mean, I just lay there because I honestly don't know what to do. What do you mean you don't know what to do? Well, because they, again, well, have issues with their sexuality or... Yeah, but how do you not know what to do? I mean, I just got out of this partial relationship with a guy who was so polite that... 
he would say, want to turn over? <laughs> he would ask me, want to turn over? Okay, that used to be me. Um, that used to be me. No, I want you to grab hold of me by the hip and flip me over and slap me on the ass and be like, let's go. I mean, want to turn over is nice for the first couple of times. But quit asking me if I want. I want you, when I walk through the door, I want you to push me up against the door. Exactly. And push me down on I the want stairs. you to take, pick me up, oh, carry me to the bedroom, and drop me on the bed. I don't want you to ask me, want to turn over? Of course I want to turn over. I wouldn't be in here if I didn't want to turn over. I wouldn't have sent you the text that, you know, ice or ice cubes or candle wax. Of course I want to turn over. Well, you know, again, and there's bad sex with guys, too, because, I mean, sometimes guys just get stuck in that one position. And, exactly. and, and yeah, you know, know, they're like, they're that do you want to turn over guy, you know? Like, I waited five years for this, and this is what I got? Awesome. Well, you know, awesome. I tell people, convert your bedroom into your sacred space, into your, your bed is now your altar, and that's where your sex magic happens. But take that conversation and, and have, like, your pregame workout. You do that in the right. kitchen, in the dining room, wherever you want to talk about it. Because game on when you go into his bedroom. Right. And right. This just makes it all that. more clear that he is not he is not the right guy. Because now I'm just looking back going, damn, that sucked. Damn, he sucked. I waited five years for that. and yeah. Oh, Wow. But I guess I would have known that because I mean when I when I when I talk to women now, this is why I enjoy talking on women's you know women's talk radio and stuff because I like to get your perspectives. But I also tell women before we even go there, these are the things that I've done. This is what I like to do because I used to always think I wanted a wife and I wanted a hoe on the side or vice versa, a hoe with a wife on the side, however you want to call it. But right. I could not have that in the one person because I didn't want my I didn't want my wife I didn't want to visualize visualize my wife as a porn star. Now that what? I've gotten older, what? that's how I was. Oh, Lord, that's I how I was. Right wow, wow. That was that was that was my hangup until you want a lady you know, in the, you want a lady in the living room, a cook in the kitchen, and a hoe in the bedroom. But you know that's not <laughs> uncommon. It, it's very common. Because guys want to see their wives, I don't want to say sacred and demure, but they they need to see their wife in a certain light, and then they want to have that, you know, that adventurous girl on the side, and, and to keep it separate. There are some guys who need to have that very distinct and separate, and I'm like, but honey... You could have it all, and it would take less time, and it would be less frustration, and it would save you a whole hell of a lot of, you know, calling and texting and, you know, going to the bathroom with your phone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, I'm never going to get married again. (laughs) Well, no, not all not all guys are like that. I'm just saying how I used to be. I could not, um, I could, I could not have that in the same woman. And it's, I keep thinking about this scene in the movie Analyze This when Robert De Niro tells Billy Crystal, "My wife kisses my kisses my kids with that mouth." What are you talking about? <laughs> and, it's, and you know, thinking, 
okay, I'm supposed to let my wife do certain things with her mouth and then she go kiss our kids good night or good morning? No. That's, that's no. why you have the serene. There you go. There you go. That's but it right. can be a mental block for guys. I could see that being a mental block, that she's some freak in the sheets, and then it's supposed to be he's supposed to look at her at the PTA meeting and be like, damn, I know what she was doing last night, but – well, you know, he should be I getting a raging boner at the PTA meeting thinking, I'm going to take her home. I'm going to slap that ass, you know. That's right. what See, I would think that would be a huge turn on. I know. I mean, she's looking cute. She's got her slacks and her three-quarter inch pumps on and her glasses and her hair done. And, you know, she's you know probably just gotten off of work. And he should be looking at her, licking his chops like, oh, I'm going to tear that ass up. You know, but it's interesting right. to know that that does occur. That there are guys that have that that can't that can't put that same one person together. That they apparently need to have two separate people. That's very interesting to hear that. I've never and heard that goes, before, so I'm I feel enlightened. Oh wow! Well, and it goes back to somewhat how they were raised, and and I'll ask you about that in a minute, Eric. You know, because some guys see their mother a certain way and they see how their father treated, you know, their mother and, you know, and and they want to keep that separate because some guys see, again, they see their wife as the mother of their children, as the caregiver, as the nurturer and his rock and his this and that. He doesn't want to see her possibly on you porn or Pornhub or whatever it is. He doesn't want to see that in her, but guys could have, I mean, you have the world literally at your feet, darlings. I mean, I tell guys, you know, once we get, and guys are just scared of me as it is because of what I am and what I talk about and what I do. I'm also a psychic medium, so that freaks them the hell out even more on top of it. And, and I tell them, oh yeah, and I belly dance and I box. And and this and that and they're and they're just stepping farther and farther away. And I'm like, well, fuck, you have, I could give you the world here. <laughs> You're just stepping farther away because they can't. Again, the guy, they can't bring it all together. It's like it's too good to be true. A lot of guys are like, eh, right, it's too right. good to be true. There, there's some. Something's She's gonna wake up in the middle of the night and stab me or something, you know. And I'm like, God, give me a chance to show you. And women don't get that chance because guys start. They've been hurt, and I'm Eric. So guys, when you're hurt, you push back, and you're afraid to get hurt, right? And you don't want to put yourself out there again because it hurts. Women. We still get up. We still take care of the kids. We still go to work. We still do this. We still do that. And we still put ourselves out there only to get blocked again. Why does that happen? Why do you guys do that? Well, actually, I'm a different person because I grew up around a whole lot of women. So, I mean, I might have went through that like in, in 90, let's say from 91 through 1995 because I graduated, I graduated from high school in 91, so probably around the same time y'all did so yes. from 91 to 95, when I was still a youngin', I was like that. But I'm not like that now. But most men are just because they haven't had the experience of growing up around women the way I did. We just don't know how to deal with emotions, especially 
culturally, I'm African-American. A lot of us African-American men, we don't know how to deal with that because it's seen, it's seen you can't show weakness. You can't show, you know, you got to be tough all the time. So, I mean, just in my certain situations, I got three older sisters and a mother who are very active in my life, and they've always been active, so I've been able to be a little more loose with my feelings as I've gotten older. But it's just most men, after they get that first hurt at 16, 17, it ain't, you know, mm-hmm. bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks now. Right. That's how it works. And excuse my language, I'm just trying to, you know, flow the way I flow. Well, just keeping it real. Right. That's what we do. That's why it's called front porch because everybody sits on the front porch and we talk some real talk. A lot of people are like, "Why did you call it front porch sex talk?" I said, "Because that's what you do down here in the south. We talk on the front porch with our sweet tea and we let it all out on the front porch." So. That's right. And it's funny when I read the topic. That's exactly where my mind went. Was a big old porch <laughs> on some country road with a train track running through it. I'm like, okay, let me find out what they talking about on this show. <laughs> I know when when people go to my Facebook page, Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, they're like, he even got the dog. I said, that's my dog. That's Elvis Presley. He's my he's my road dog. He goes everywhere with me. We're we're always on the front porch. So, um, yeah, that's what because a lot of people. We complicate things so much, and sex and love shouldn't be complicated. I mean, it it comes down to, do you want to be a friend with benefits? Okay, embrace it and say, yes, this is what I want. I don't have time for a relationship because I have kids. I'm a single mom. I have kids. I have a career. I have this and that. And I tell them, don't. If that's what you do, okay. But at night? when you're lonely and you want somebody to hold you or whatever, if that's your thing and you want somebody to come over, don't be ashamed. And and if you are so set against it, okay, then own that too. Nobody's telling you not to do it. We complicate it so much. And, and, and I strongly suggest if you're the type of person who cannot separate those emotions from sex, then don't do it. So many women think they can do it and they try it and they set themselves up because they think, well, I'm a, I'm going to show him the best, you know, uh, that I'm the best lover he's ever had. And they go in with that notion of I'm going to change him. No, you're not. Right. No, he's going to like the sex, but He's not if he's bound and determined that he's not going to be in a relationship with you. It's like we were talking about before we started the the show. You know, I didn't know if I was in a real relationship with an imaginary boyfriend or if I had a real boyfriend with an imaginary relationship because it was that you know that diluted. It's like what the hell is Sorry. going? What the actual hell is going on here? And yeah, like I said, I found out I was dating him, but he wasn't dating me. So I used to call him my unicorn. He's my unicorn. He's over 30, never been married and no kids. And he's a cop. So those should have all been red flags to me. And yes, should have all been red flags. The fact that he couldn't meet none of my friends at the barbershop or the studio and he's a cop. I was like, those should have all been red flags. And I should have just ran five years ago, six years ago when I met him. And then I got scooped in six months ago to 
hanging out and cooking and grocery shopping together. And like I said, I found out I was dating him, but he wasn't dating me. But you know what's oh, funny? No. There's a lot of guys say, oh, no, I just want a friends with benefits. But you start cooking together. You start shopping together. You're hanging out on the couch watching TV together. Right. And you have yep. sex. It's a fucking relationship. Oh, right. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> He's like, I don't know friends. I'm like, no, no, look, I don't, I don't grocery shop with my friends. I don't lay on the couch on Sunday and Saturday with my friends. I don't sleep with all of my friends. And then we go to the grocery <laughs> store, and he talks about what do we need at the house? What do we need? Do we need this? Do we need that? And the last time we talked, my conversation with him was, we don't have groceries. You have groceries, and I have groceries. We don't have groceries. I never heard a word from him after that. Exactly. What about you, <laughs> Melissa? What about what about you, Melissa? What I mean is it? I mean, it's a relationship, right? If you're hanging out and doing all kinds of stuff, I mean, I think guys get to that point where they just don't, they don't, they're so afraid of being committed because they might find they're falling and they don't want to get hurt, so they keep that block up. What do you think? See, I'm such a bitch that it, if it's a friend of benefits, like you're you're leaving my house. I'm not cooking dinner for you. I'm not grocery shopping with you. You can come over and fuck me how I want to be fucked, and then you can See, leave. That's my thing. That's it. That's my thing. If I wanted to be friends with benefits, that's exactly how it would have been. I'd have called you hammered at midnight on Friday and be like, yo, I'm hammered. Can right. I stop by? But he yeah. called me at, you know, 2 o'clock on, you know, or 10 o'clock Saturday afternoon, was like, hey, you want to come watch a movie? And we spent five no. months doing that. So no, that's, that's no, I don't saying. want to watch a movie with you. <laughs> well, obviously I couldn't separate, and obviously I had feeling, more feelings than I thought I did, but I'm all for let me just – can I hang out? Can I come over for a minute? Because that's about all I need right yeah. now. I don't need none of that bullshit. See, I don't need to watch movies. The only, I don't need to cook. The only movie we're dishes. watching – yeah, no. The it's only movie me. we're watching is Bridget the Midget. And we're gonna have sex to it. <laughs> so the movie we are watching is called "I Need You to Fuck Me." That's what we're watching. That's right. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so that's where I am right now in my life. I just need you to fuck me, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And, and not you in particular, but in that. general, it's nothing that wrong with that. Embrace that. I mean, that's awesome that you can embrace that because again. There's a lot of people are so, and I think guys, I, I this pisses me off because I tell guys, you know, if you just want a piece of ass, don't try faking a relationship to get it because we're gonna catch on. I don't particularly yep. do this because yep. I just I'm I'm a typical Scorpio. I cut you off. You are fired. Yep. Yeah, I can't not do that. Yeah. Rehire. You're sitting on the curb in the coat in the cold, and. Don't fake a relationship because, honey, you can go back on that website that you, you know, that, that the dating site that you are on, and you can find anybody that's willing to do that with you, you know. And and no, because once we start feeling like we're being played like that, that's gonna piss a girl off, and you're gonna find the wrong Same girl. Me, I just cut them off. I'm like, no, you know. Again, it goes back to I'm being honest. honest. If guys, if you're, I can't just cut honest, people off like that though. I'm just, I'm, I, I will have either. people fade out of I my can't. life. See, people will fade out of my life, but I can't just all of a sudden ghost somebody. I'm just, I have to, I'm polite. I'm Catholic. Oh, I don't it's ghost Catholic them? guilt in me, I guess. 
I don't ghost them. Yeah, I guess it's. I just turn the table on them. It goes from me trying to get those feelings and those emotions to because I call everybody Speaking honey. Of, baby sugar. Are you are you kidding me? I you I call everybody honey. And oh, see, he he must have felt your energy. See, you put it out to the universe. So I I don't ghost anybody, and I keep everybody as a friend. So that way, well, actually, <laughs> after three days, if I sent you a text message and you don't respond, you got the three day rule. At twenty four hours, I've sent you a message and you didn't respond. I'm just gonna think maybe your phone died or something, and it, it something happened and you're calling your carrier to order another phone. At forty eight hours, <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, well. Maybe something's wrong and he's got cramps or diarrhea or something and he's dehydrated or something. (laughs) At the the third day at 72 hours, I'm thinking, oh, hell to the no. He's gone. He's ghosted. If you're calling me at 73 hours, I don't care if I still have your name programmed in my phone. I'm like, who is this? Yep. Oh, baby. I don't don't even have his number. I don't even have a program on my phone anymore. It just came across. A text just came through from him. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, that's my way of letting him know, look, you didn't care enough about me to let me know that you were dead or alive. And I'm sitting here thinking maybe we've got something going. Okay, then if it's easy for you to do that, it's easy. so I don't ghost anybody, but I give you that opportunity to respond to me. And at that point, you know, I keep everybody as friends and they're like, Oh baby, can we go out to dinner? No, no, honey, I'm sorry. I'm busy. And well, I want to be with you. I miss you. Oh really? You know, I, because I've already changed that emotion from a possible romantic to we're friends because you're not going to do that to me. You're not going to do that. A lot of men. A lot of men don't ghost anybody because, I mean, I may not hear from you for about, you know, five or six years, but there's a potential that I can still get with you five or six years later. So I'm not ghosting anybody. That's just me. And that's a lot of guys. But um, can I ask uh, Jennifer? Mm-hmm. Jennifer, are you are you born like around August or July? Are you a Cancer or Leo? You kind of strike me as around that type of astrological sign. I am a dead-on Leo, July thirty-first. <laughs> oh, August sixteenth, nineteen seventy-three. That's me. August sixteenth, nineteen seventy-three. I sensed that. I sensed it. I say she's either a Cancer or a Leo. She's a summer-born baby. Yep. July thirty first, oh nineteen seventy two. Oh wow! Well, I I could sense it. I could sure sense it. That's good. I love my Leo. <laughs> <laughs> we are something no. else. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And that's good that he picked up on that. That's crazy. So okay, I'm gonna switch it here because we're down to twenty minutes. Wow. Um, yeah, I told you it goes by fast. Um, it, does. Yeah, it does. So March the 14th is National Steak and Blowjob Day. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, National uh, what? Steak and Blowjob Day. Blow job day. <laughs> what do you mean what? How do you not know March 14th? Okay, I mean, I don't go on Facebook like that. So I no, keep no. seeing... 
It's everything. It's all over the world. How do you not know what March 14th is and not immediately know what March 14th is? But I know what 420 means. I know what 420 means, (laughs) (laughs) But I've never heard of this before. What? (laughs) Never. What? I think it's a Texas thing. It must be. No, it's national. It's national. It's all over the place. Because I have, I have listeners from all over the place that have been, you know, messaging me and taking, you know, taking notes about everything that's going on. Though it's, it's a national thing. Um, One month after Valentine's Day is National Steak and Blowjob Day, so you better have your game a game going on Valentine's Day if you think one month later you're gonna get something. <laughs> oh wow. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So National Steak and Blowjob Day. So the pat because I have another radio uh, show that I do, keeping it sexy with Monica Lee on Rock Rage Radio, and I've been giving out tips and tidbits and advice on for girls on how to do it because some girls just don't like to do it, and for guys how to not do certain things and maybe you'll get it more than once a year because I get a lot of men that say. I don't even, I get it maybe on my birthday. Well, what are you doing that you're only doing it once, getting it once? You know, is it because she doesn't like to do it? Or, I mean, what's going on? And a a lot of women just don't like that. And I tell women, do you like when he goes down on you? And if they tell me yes, and I say, well, you know, it's never, it never should be a tit for a tat, not a blowjob for a blowjob. But, you know, at some point your man is going to be, like, I want, I'm doing this for you. Can you try it for me? And I try to make it friendly for everybody and try to get women to open up a bit on maybe trying it or expressing her feelings as to why she doesn't want to. So what are your thoughts? We'll start with Melissa. What are your thoughts on that? On blowjob? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on on that. So I love giving blowjobs and I agree with you that it shouldn't be tit for tat. But so in my personal life, I was married to a man who I gave him a blowjob every single day for seven years. Yeah, me too. For 15 and, years. And he went down on me five times. What? What? Oh, hell no. Yes. Oh, hell no. Exactly. No, no. Towards the end of our relationship, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. If you can't do this for me, then I'm not going to do it for you. It took you seven years? Girl, you are amazing. Because I'd have been like, oh, fuck no, in the first six months. (laughs) And it gave me a conflict. It gave wow. me a serious complex, like, okay, well, maybe it's me, maybe, you know, whatever. So then whenever we divorced and I started dating again, I would legit ask the guy, is everything okay down there? Right? <laughs> wow. I mean, please, please tell me this was in high school, because I remember when I was no, in high school, right? maybe, don't Whoa. tell me this was after 30. Please don't tell me this was after 30. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes... maybe he just didn't know how to do it. That's the thing. I'm, that's what I'm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him the benefit of the doubt. He just didn't know how and didn't know how to approach you to ask you how. 
and was embarrassed about it. That's that's I'm okay, gonna give him the so benefit of the doubt. <laughs> he wasn't a, God, he so wasn't cool. embarrassed. He wasn't embarrassed to ask me to put it in his butt, but he was embarrassed to Ooh. ask me, "Hey, oh. how do I?" Go down oh, on you? I mean, what? I put what in his put what in his anal? Put what? Yeah. Now tell that's me, a whole he, was he locked up? Was he a prisoner or something? Right? What happened? Well, so you know he what? just didn't. Maybe somebody didn't teach him how to eat it. Is the thing somebody didn't teach him how to eat it, and he just wasn't comfortable. He just didn't couldn't figure out how to tell you that he didn't really know how to do it. Well, well you know yes, that, and she was just know. selfish. And selfish. Yeah, well, the hello, hello, he has that chromosome. <laughs> either, he's, either he's wow. selfish or he didn't know how. Because a lot of guys talk mad game. Oh, yeah, baby, I can go down there. And I'm like, you know, just like guys don't like for girls to use teeth. Well, we don't like teeth either. Don't be using our clit and pretend like it's a corn niblet or something. Because, no, it hurts. Right. No. It's not an elevator button. No, not I mean, take your time. Faster doesn't always mean it doesn't always mean better, you know. So I, I do right. a class on the art of oral pleasure, and I'm working with couples on how to, you know, him to her and her to him. And a lot of guys are, um, I don't want to say they are unknown to the female anatomy down there. And once right. I tell them about it, they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, you just, they don't, some guys just think, oh. And in Tantra, I call it the Yoni, or I call it the 4th of July. And I call it the 4th of July because my grandmother and all my listeners, I know that my listeners have heard this already, but because y'all haven't, my grandmother could not say vagina. She could not come to, she could not <laughs> say vagina to save yeah. her life. She's no longer with us. So my mom and her sisters grew up where you wear a dress, you wear shorts under it or an extra petticoat. I grew up with don't be riding your bike too fast because you're going to hurt your 4th of July. Why is she called it the 4th of July? Oh, I don't know. goodness. But don't be showing nobody your 4th of July. Don't, you know, if you wear a dress, wear shorts underneath it so you don't show your 4th of July. So I refer to that. as I refer to, you know, the vagina the 4th of July, or the Yoni in, in, in So, you know, when guys, when I'm telling them how to, you know, do that Yoni massage or the, you know, take care of the 4th of July, I'm showing the women also how to honor that lingam, which is the male part in, in Tantra. Or the love wand or the sparkler, because, I mean, sparklers and 4th of July kind of go together for a celebration. And you know, don't be afraid of it, but be bold. And, and if you're don't want to actually put it in your mouth, then at least be down there and get to know it. Maybe it intimidates her or something and use your hands and some coconut oil or whatever. And at least get to know it personally that way. And then maybe ease your way into it and, 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 you know. Oh my god, you guys make me feel like I'm fast or something. I feel like a whore now. I need to go take me a shower. <laughs> you feel dirty, all, Eric. Shoot, this, this, all the all the shit that I done did, I feel dirty talking to you guys. <laughs> I done done some dirt I done done some dirty ass shit. No no ifs, ands, or buts about it. God, I feel so unclean around you guys. 
<laughs> well, not you, Jennifer. Not you, Jennifer. Uh, <laughs> well, it is good to know that a black man. That it is a myth that black men. Because I, I knew fro as soon as you said as soon as you said your name, I knew that you were an African American man. But it is good to know that it is a myth, because that's still a myth out there that black men do not go to the hoo ha or the Fourth of July. <laughs> it's still out there. I'm telling you, it's still out there. I still hear it in my, my friends at the barbershop. They still talk about how black men do not. That's a lie. lie. Just like, it's a lie. It's a lie. All of us are hung on our ankles, too. No, that's <laughs> right. a lie, too. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I've, my seen, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen. No, it's a lie. It's all a lie. <laughs> You know, all different shapes and sizes and all different wants and desires. And everybody's right. beautiful. I, I, the human body in every form, fashion, shape, size, color, whatever, it's all beautiful. And, you know, again, it's just everybody needs to just eat more chocolate, eat more tacos, have more orgasms, and we'd have world peace. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah, agreed. Amen. <laughs> amen. Let the church say amen. Amen and hallelujah, like Medea says, hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm glad I got my battery-operated boyfriend at home now. Damn it. <laughs> she used to call her as plastic daddy. <laughs> plastic daddy. Yeah, I, I, I got plastic daddy tonight. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Look. I tell you, you look, know, if, if I came too fast, get Plastic Daddy. I'll use it on you. It doesn't matter. Get Plastic right. Daddy. I will work it for you. I you see a later. lot of guys, though, that are intimidated by it. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, they do. They get very intimidated by it because they think she's going to worry. Because guys, some guys have a little bit of an insecurity that they think that she's going to want the vibrator or the Plastic Daddy more than him and it comes down mm-hmm. to you no baby incorporate it use it work it you know she will want you just as much if you're open because i mean there shouldn't be any you know judgment or anything in the bedroom you leave that just leave it outside the door you get rid of all of that again you don't want to bring that negative energy into your bedroom I mean, it's like my sacred space. I'm single, but my sacred space is still sacred to me upstairs in my in my bedroom. I don't take exactly. my tablet. I don't take my laptop. And I'm a I'm a workaholic. Anytime I'm working, I'm downstairs. I don't congest my sacred energy up there mm. with any negativity. So if I do decide that I want to bring a lover or a, a potential relationship and it gets physical. We talk about things before we even get to that spot because, again, once we get to that sacredness, it's cosmic, it's mind blowing. His toes are curling and he's screaming, like, I love you, I want to marry you already. Right. (laughs) Because it's that good, you know? And, you know, because usually they've never been in a tantric relationship like that and they've never experienced the. Intensity of tantric sex. So hmm. that's either going to freak them out or they're going to become that lover who's like, show me more, show me more. 
the puppy. Oh I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if I do, are we doing this or what? You know, right. <laughs> you know, don't freak out because you know it's a very orgasmic, and you're going to experience things you've never experienced before. And 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 that's because the energy up there is so powerful, and guys kind of freak out with it because. Like they're walking into unknown territory. They're used to doing it on their terms and their way, the way that they know how. So, yeah. It's, um, yeah. Again, single life. And at this point, it's like I embrace my singleness and maybe one day my, my tantric warrior will come through and keep up and want to take that journey with me. But for now, I'm good. I, I I do what I do here, and I help everybody else because I'm on a mission for everybody to have the relationship and the love and the sex that they want and they crave. Because, like I say, ecstasy is your birthright. Pleasure is your birthright. But you so, know what? Though, as as we get ready, as we wind the show down real quick, I just want to get this out. It just sometimes makes me feel bad though, because after a conversation like this, I'm like. Is it because we focus so much on sex that we can't have relationships? Because too many people are single. Yeah, I mean, too many people are single, and I'm seeing too many women now who are just having sex with other women, which I have no problem with. But too many women are starting to become, especially in the black community, they're just becoming cold now. It's like, okay, well, if you can't satisfy me in bed now, I have nothing to do with you. So it's like we put so much focus on the sexual aspect of our relationships that we don't know how to do anything anything else outside of that, like communicate. We can't even no, talk I don't about know about it. that. I mean, I'm just asking the question, I, I though, think, that's all. I think women get cold because of how guys come across with sex and relationships in general, that most guys will use sex as a tool to you know, or a relationship as a tool, as in they really want a friends with benefits, but, oh, let me dangle the carrot and say, oh, baby, yeah, I want to be with you. Oh, you know, let's go hang out with your friends. And then it's really just about the sex. So women just, I guess, cut those feelings off or those emotions off and start to think, well, all guys just want to have sex. Right. And again, it goes back to what I said earlier. If you're trying to get to the sex part with dangling that relationship or pretending that you want a relationship, there's going to be those women out there who do get cold, who do get jaded, who do get burned. And why do I, why do they, they tell me, why do I want to hold my hand over that flame when I know I'm going to get burned? And sometimes Mm -hmm. you are going to get burned again. And sometimes you might get that guy who does, in turn, want to say, I want that friend with benefits, but then says, hey, you know, I'm I'm beginning to really have feelings for you. And, yeah, I've had a lot of women, too, come to me and say, I need that intimacy, and I'm tired of guys um, not being so forthright, and they are like, I just need that intimate connection. I don't need that rough, gruff sex. I need the softness. I need the intimacy. I need the compassion. And, you know, like I said, I've had women that have told me, 
I'm not a lesbian. I don't even consider myself bisexual, but I need the softness of a woman Mm -hmm. to give me that emotional intimacy. And wow. Yeah. And it, that's wow. what it, I wish we were going into overtime down. for a minute, but yes, that's deep. That's very deep because I've seen it too. I yeah, and it's it, because, in fact, I've seen it a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's because, again, they are just tired or they came out of a bad relationship or they've had a string of bad relationships and they just need, they don't see it so much as a female, male body, but females will draw to each other because they need that softness. They need, you know, what really a man should be doing because a man should embrace his masculine and embrace his feminine. That's what Tantra is, is that whole yin and yang aspect of it. A man should be a a warrior enough or that in his masculine enough that he's able to bring out that feminine and not think twice about it and give her that softness, give her that intimacy Go and again, it comes down to the way he touches her, the intent of the touch. Yep. And I think some guys are just too afraid to show softness, and that that makes me sad. And exactly, and that's where we come to, and and that's where women turn themselves off. And you know, for a woman to, and then they come to me, and they're like, "I'm so ashamed because they think it's bad to be with a woman," and. I look at them and I'm like, and how do you feel? Sometimes they feel worse after being doing that. I mean, they feel better for the emotional they got what they needed. It's like, I need a piece of chocolate cake. I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to give you a piece of chocolate cake. I'm going to eat it. And damn it, I shouldn't have eaten it. I feel guilty now. Shit, you know? And that's the way. I kissed the girl and I liked it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And, and they're ashamed. To say, I, I just needed that intimacy, that very deep connection that I could only get from that feminine energy, you know, just to be held and caressed and kissed slowly and softly. And They got cuddle people that do that shit now. Yes, they do. They, yes. do. Yes. they got cuddle buddies. They got cuddle yeah. people. I remember I'll the, pay to be cuddled. The first, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm the down first to time last, I heard the lady. I'm down to the last 90 seconds, and I just want to say thank you and give some shout-outs real quick. Shout-out for Renee Savant. She is the author of What Your Mama, the Bible, and Porn Never Taught You About Sex. You can go to HolisticSexEducation.com and download your free ebook. I said free, y'all. Free. And, uh, by the way, I wrote Chapter 4, Red, Hot, and Sacred, so go get it. It's free. It's amazing. Tease Boudoir Photography. They, she did my boudoir photography, my photo shoot. I'm still in awe over it. I, I, I'm like, wow, that's really me. So go check it out. That's Tease Boudoir Photography 3.com. Go check it out. Also, you can hear me every night, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern, on Keeping It Sexy with Monica Lee on Rock Rage Radio. Download your Rock Rage Radio app. From your Play Store, and you can get me spinning great music and talking some sexy talk. And I'm here every Wednesday on the front porch. Next week, it is the Guys Night. Eric, I dare you to come back next week and talk with me on the Guys Night. Let's do this, shall we? 
We shall. We shall. Right. You ladies have a most pleasant night. Thank you so much for letting me participate in your show. All right. Thank you guys for coming on again. Thank you, everybody out there, for all your love and support. From my front porch to y'all, I love you with all of my butt because it's bigger than my heart. Until next time, peace.